welcome to the Dr. Frankavilla Show. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Frankavilla, board-certified family physician and diplomate with the American Board of Obesity Medicine. I've been helping patients lose weight to treat and prevent medical problems for the last 10 years, and I'm taking what I've learned from them to you. In this podcast, you will learn the science behind why you struggle with your weight and what to do about it, tips for common challenges, work to fight bias about what a healthy weight really is, and improve your relationship with food and your body. Please remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. This podcast is meant to be informational in nature only, not medical advice. Please seek out care from your physician for your specific needs. Okay, let's get started. Hello there and welcome to this week's episode. Today, we are going to talk about a Zempic face or more recently, I've been hearing about a Zempic butt. What are these things and why do they happen? Today, we are diving into the side effects from losing weight. So when we lose weight, we tend to really focus on all the positives, all the things we are gaining from losing weight. But there can be side effects. So, you know, first things first, in case you don't listen a lot farther, a Zempic face is not a side effect of a Zempic. It really is just a side effect of weight loss. So I said that kind of because we've been hearing a lot about that. And let's clear up a few things first. First of all, when it's used for the purposes of weight loss, as opposed to for the purpose of treating diabetes, it is called Wagovi. Both Zempic and Wagovi are semaglutide, so it is ultimately the same drug. But I think we should clarify that. I'm an obesity specialist. Let's call it what they decided to call it, which is Wagovi. But at the end of the day, many of the side effects we're hearing about really are not related to the drug itself, but are side effects of rapid weight loss or side effects of dramatic weight loss, losing more than 40, 50 pounds can come with side effects. Now, generally those side effects are worth it, but we're going to explore all of that today because it is not always all good things that happen to people when they lose a lot of weight. And we're going to dive into some of the things that you might expect or that you should be looking for if you have a large amount of weight loss or also have rapid weight loss. Okay. So in terms of the azempic face or the azempic butt, When we lose weight, we really can't control where we lose that fat. Now, weight can be different things. It can be water. It can be muscle. And we are going to talk about that in a future episode. It should be the next episode, actually. But weight, where we lose it, we can't really control. We can't really control where we lose fat. And so there may be a body part that you like the way it looks of now, right? Maybe you like how your face looks. Maybe it looks nice and full and you like it and it looks youthful and young and you like it. Maybe you like how your butt looks like. Maybe you like how your breasts look. There may be a part of your body you don't want to lose weight, but unfortunately you can't really control where you lose that fat from. And the important thing when we focus on health, which if you've listened to me before at all, you know that this is all about health to me. The reason I help people and the reason I do this professionally is to improve people's health and prevent medical problems. The weight, the fat that really causes medical issues is what we call your visceral fat. So that is the fat in your belly. So not necessarily on your belly, but the stuff inside, the stuff that's wrapped around your intestines, that's in your liver, 
the visceral fat. So the stuff inside that we can't really see now that can make your belly stick out more and feel bigger, but it's not really actually even the stuff you can grab on your belly. That's more of what we call your subcutaneous fat, the fat that's right under your layer of skin. And that doesn't have as huge of a health impact again as that visceral fat, that fat inside under your abdominal muscles in different areas in your belly cavity. So that's the fat we want to lose for health reasons. But again, when we lose weight, we can't always control where that fat is coming from. And so that can lead to us losing body parts we don't like. So your face may get thinner. That's what the ozempic face is, right? You do have some fat in your face, some people more than others. And when you lose weight, some of that may occur in your face and that may lead to seeing more defined chin, seeing more defined cheeks. And that may lead to a really different looking appearance for some people. And that may look bothersome. You don't have as much fat filling in your face. And so you may have more wrinkles. Some people might feel like their face looks older from weight loss. And so that may be sort of an unintended consequence. Now, if we focus on health as opposed to what we look like, whether it's being fat or having a zombic face, we are going to reach our health goals, right? So that's why I always like to bring this back to health. Like, let's not worry what our face looks like. Let's worry about if we are healthier. And if you're doing this for only cosmetic reasons, that may not be a good reason to use a medication, which can have risks, right? Okay, so you may lose a lot of weight in places you don't like. Again, that could be your face, that could be your butt, that could be your breasts. Our goal is to lose mostly that visceral, that belly fat that is harder for our bodies. Another side effect in terms of weight that can occur is you might lose the wrong type of weight. So we want you to lose mostly fat or adipose tissue when you're losing weight. We've generally considered it acceptable to lose maybe up to 20% of the weight could be from muscle. But in an ideal world, we don't want to lose any muscle because muscle keeps us strong. It protects us against aging. It's metabolically active, so it's burning calories. It makes it easier to climb upstairs or lift a box. So we want to keep as much muscle as we can when we lose weight. And if we lose weight too rapidly and we don't give ourselves enough protein as fuel and we don't stimulate those muscles with some degree of exercise or strength training, we can lose muscle and we can lose too much muscle when we're losing weight. Now, I have had many patients that have not lost any muscle mass or have been able to put muscle mass on while they are aggressively losing fat. And so, you know, there is sort of this myth out there, and there's also a lot of rumors around our new medications like Wagovi that people are losing too much muscle. And that is certainly a possibility, but it is not universal. And if you are getting good counseling from the person who is prescribing the medication about getting plenty of protein in throughout the day and each time you eat and doing a little bit of resistance or strength training, then you absolutely can preserve that muscle mass and make sure that you are not losing too much muscle when you lose weight, whether that is through one of our newer, stronger medications, whether it's one of our older medications, whether that's through bariatric surgery, whether that is through a really strong, intense nutrition plan. If you are getting enough protein and you're stimulating your muscles through a little bit of strength training, you absolutely can preserve that muscle mass no matter how you are losing the weight. So that is not a guarantee, but it's something we want to be cautious of 
And that's why if you're on something that suppresses appetite or you're just muscling through and willpower and you're just not eating all day, that that can sometimes work against you because we want to make sure we are continuously giving our body protein or amino acids so we can build muscle while we lose fat. So, you know, that's the other body composition thing that can happen. It can be a side effect is you could have too much muscle loss when you are losing weight if you are not fueling your body appropriately with protein. Okay. The next really common side effect of rapid weight loss that can occur are gallstones. So if you're not familiar with gallstones, if you've never met anyone this has happened to, these are stones that can be the size of a pebble all the way up to like a large marble in size on occasion that form in your gallbladder. Your gallbladder is this little sac that hangs out above your liver over here on the right side, and it releases these bile acids that help with digestion. And when you have really rapid weight loss, so whether that's from getting bariatric and metabolic surgery, whether that's a really low calorie weight loss nutrition plan that you're doing, whether that's a medication that is really helping you lose weight quickly, any way of losing quickly can put you at risk for gallstones, which are little stones that form in that gallbladder and they can get stuck in the tube that connects the gallbladder to the rest of your digestive system. And so that can cause a lot of pain. Sometimes those stones pop in and out. And so that can be a pain that is what we call intermittent. It comes on and off on the right side, kind of right under your ribs, but it can also radiate and you could feel it in your back or up in your neck. So if you have a weird right-sided pain that's coming on and off, definitely get that evaluated could be something else, but also it could be your gallbladder, especially if you've lost a lot of weight. People with obesity are also just more at risk of getting gallstones. So this is sort of a like, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of situation where you could get gallstones just from having excess weight, but you also are more at risk for having them happen as you are rapidly losing weight. I haven't seen this happen very many times in my career, but but I definitely have had patients who have gotten gallstones from rapid weight loss. So it is something that can happen. And again, it doesn't matter medicine, surgery, or nutrition strategies. It is a risk no matter how you're rapidly losing weight. So again, significant right-sided pain. Now, sometimes your gallbladder has to come out by surgery with this. Sometimes there's a medication that your doctor might give you if they think you're really at risk for this beforehand that can prevent stones from happening. So that's something that's being used a little more commonly sometimes after surgery by some people. But if you have a right-sided pain when you are losing weight, uh, or if you ever have it and it's really severe and it won't go away, that's a reason we would usually say to go to the ER because sometimes those stones get stuck in there, block things up in the gallbladder. You can get an infection there. That can be very serious. It needs an emergency surgery. So not to scare you at all, but I think it's just something to be aware of because again, we focus on all the positives of weight loss. I wouldn't do what I do for a living if I didn't think that there was a reason medically for people to lose weight. But one of the risks are gallstones. And again, that risk is related to any rapid weight loss. It doesn't matter how you're doing it, a medicine or otherwise. Okay, so gallstones are a risk. A similar risk is gout. Gout is a painful swelling of the joints where uric acid crystals collect. Classically, it's in your big toe, but it can happen anywhere in your foot, ankle, knee, elbows, really any joint can have it happen. It's usually a really severe swelling that comes out of nowhere. Sometimes my patients will think they broke their ankle and I'll ask them, well, how did you, what did you do to your ankle? Did you fall or twist it? And they're like, no, I just woke up this way, but it feels broken. That is a good sign that it's gout or something else going on. 
That is most often triggered by the keto diet or by a full meal replacement diet that puts you into ketosis. So anytime you're in ketosis, you could be at risk for gout. Also, certain foods are a trigger for gout for people. So foods that are high in what we call purines. So like red meat, turkey, mushrooms, beer. So if you dramatically change your diet, sometimes that could be a trigger for people. So is a weight loss complication that occur again, particularly with diets that put you into some form of ketosis, whether that's through a really strict meal replacement program, or whether that's through more of a high fat food based ketogenic diet, anything that puts you into ketosis or what some people call fat burn mode, would be a trigger for people with gout at risk, which again is usually one, could be multiple joints that are severely painful, just kind of happens out of the blue. If you ever have a severely painful joint, obviously go see your doctor, right? This is not something you want to treat at home. So go see a healthcare professional if that happens to you. Um, And that's also not very common, but it is something I have seen in my career. And especially if you are someone who has had an episode of gout in the past or have a strong family history of it, That may be something you want to look out for more if you are starting a new weight loss plan. Okay, hair loss. Hair loss is another really common side effect of large amounts of weight loss. So this usually has less to do with how quickly you lose weight, though it could, and more to do with just how much you lose. So really common side effect to have some hair loss, hair thinning, for patients who've gotten metabolic and bariatric surgery, but also if you are losing weight through, again, a nutrition or through a medication and you have a large amount of weight loss, like 50 pounds or more, really common to have thinning hair. It does recover, but it can take six to 12 months to really see that recovery. We don't really have great evidence on if there's anything you can do about that totally reasonable to take a supplement that has biotin in it. But if you get your thyroid tested, know that biotin can throw off thyroid testing. So just be aware of that. Make sure your doctor knows that you're taking biotin if you decide to supplement with that. But mostly you just have to give your body time. Anytime your body has like a really big shock going on, hair loss can be a consequence. We've actually seen a lot of this in the last several years with COVID. So it is a big stressor to our body when we lose weight especially when we lose a lot of weight and our body tries to conserve energy and hair is not like super essential to our bodies. And so one of the things that it will do when it's trying to conserve energy and try to downregulate our metabolic rate after weight loss is decrease how much hair we grow. But again, your body usually recovers this. It usually comes back. And this is another thing. If you have this occur, always reasonable to check with your doctor because It could be a vitamin deficiency, especially if you had bariatric and metabolic surgery, but also maybe if you're on one of the newer injectable medications, right? So, or on metformin, which can lead to B12 deficiencies. You could have a change in your thyroid. If you already have hypothyroidism, you may need more medicine than you did before after your surgery. Usually you need less, but you know, there could be some sort of adjustment that has happened with your thyroid. So there could be other medical reasons for that hair loss. So don't assume that it's just from weight loss, but that is a really, really common reason that people will have hair loss and a common complaint that I get from my patients when they've lost 50 pounds, they're thrilled, they feel better, their blood sugar looks great, their blood pressure looks great. They have all these beneficial side effects. But one of the things that they have to wrap their head around a little bit is that there's this negative consequence of some hair thinning that may occur. It doesn't happen to everyone, 
but you know, not to be shocked by. Again, there's a change in your body. See your healthcare professional, see your doctor about it and make sure that there's a, an explanation and that we're not blaming it on the weight loss if that's not really what caused it. Okay. Another really common one that we'll see is fatigue. Now, the vast majority of my patients who lose weight have a huge improvement in energy. They feel better. They need less sleep. They have more energy to exercise and do the things they love. And it's a huge benefit to weight loss. But some people will get fatigue, especially with large amounts or rapid weight loss. Again, that's a shock to your body. And as we've talked about in previous episodes, when you start to lose weight, your body decreases its metabolic rate to make up for the fact that you're losing weight. It's trying to conserve energy. And so that can lead to hair loss. That can lead to fatigue. That can lead to feeling colder. And so fatigue definitely can be a real side effect. And there seems to be patients who are complaining a little bit more of fatigue on semaglutide, which is Ozempic or Wagovi. There is a little bit more complaints of fatigue that we don't have completely explained as well. So fatigue can be common. Again, a great reason to follow up with your prescriber or your physician. Fatigue also could be something like depression. It could be a vitamin deficiency, especially if you are on a medication or have had surgery. If you had sleep apnea and you've lost a lot of weight, it could be that your sleep apnea mask is no longer fitting right and you need to get that refitted. And that could be the cause of your fatigue. So definitely something to mention to your prescriber so they can help you figure out what it is. But it is a possibility that just recovering from the hard work of losing weight and that change in metabolic rate that occurs could be the cause of your fatigue. Now, again, nine times out of 10, my patients get more energy from weight loss, but fatigue is a possible side effect. Along with that, feeling cold or having a hard time regulating your temperature can also be a side effect of weight loss. Again, when we lose a lot of weight, our body's desire is to conserve energy. It will slow down metabolism, slow down metabolic rate. And so that's part of the reason for the hair loss, part of the reason for the fatigue. And for some people, they will feel Older, And that's just kind of side effect. That one can persist sometimes for a while for people. And so like you, gloves, warm socks, warmer clothes, wearing layers, pretty easy problem to solve for most people. It's usually not super dramatic, but a lot of people will note that they feel colder after they've had a lot of weight loss. Okay. Another thing that can happen is finding new lumps or bumps on your body when you lose weight. So for a lot of people, when they lose a lot of that adipose or fat tissue, all of a sudden they can feel new areas on their body. Sometimes it's just a normal body part. I made a little Instagram about this recently. Your xiphoid process, which is at the bottom of your rib bone, your breast bone right in the middle there, is this little cartilage and it can poke out and you can feel this really funny pokey thing at the bottom of the middle of your rib cage. Um, so right here, for those of you watching me on YouTube. And so sometimes when you've lost a lot of weight, suddenly you can feel that xiphoid process. And that can be really concerning for people. I have at least one or two people a year who come in and they're like, hey, is this normal? And I, I feel it and I say, yeah, yeah, that was always there. We just couldn't feel it before for you with the weight that you had there. So that that's one that happens. But you may also feel new lipomas, which are fatty tumors. They are almost never cancerous. So you might find new little like nodules, lumps, or bumps. Sometimes they could even be kind of big. Now, of course, if you notice any new lump or bump anywhere on your body, 
Go see your doctor to discuss it. Have them examine it. Make sure it's not something bad like cancer, okay? It probably isn't. It probably is just a new bump that was always there that you couldn't feel before. But let's not make any assumptions, okay? If you find a new lump or bump, again, it probably was always there and now you can just feel it. But go see your doctor and have that checked out. Make sure it's not something that's a bigger deal that needs treatment. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about is changes in your menstrual cycle or your period for women. That is another thing that can occur with weight loss. A lot of times periods will actually normalize and become more regular with weight loss because hormones regulate and a lot of times fertility increases. So if you have thought for years that you can't get pregnant, you haven't been able to get pregnant and you lose a lot of weight. If you want to get pregnant, great. If you don't want to get pregnant, make sure you're doing something to prevent pregnancy because fertility can improve with weight loss. It doesn't always, there's lots of reasons for infertility. Okay. But it's something to be aware of that your hormones may regulate. You may have more regular periods and your fertility might increase when you lose a lot of weight. But for some women, rapid weight loss and the hormonal changes and the stress on your body can lead to having irregular or missing some periods for a little while. Again, this is something I'd recommend seeing your physician for to make sure there's not something else going on like pregnancy or menopause or some other problem or thyroid problem, something else that's going on. But having some irregularity in your periods, whether that means they are now more frequent than before, or whether that means you stop having periods for a little while is something that can happen with weight loss. Again, don't assume it's from weight loss. Get it checked out by a clinician so we can make sure we're not missing something else that could be going on. Okay, well, I hope that that was a useful highlight of some of the changes that can happen in our body. And the reason why I help people lose weight is to treat and prevent medical problems. For most people, losing weight is going to cause far more health benefits than it is problems. But there are some side effects that can happen. And most of them have nothing to do with a specific medication like a Zempic face. Most of them have nothing to do with a specific diet. Most of them just have to do with the speed at which you're losing weight and the intensity, the amount of weight that you lose. And it doesn't make those things a bad thing. Just be aware there could be changes in your body. If you are noticing changes in your body, please reach out to your prescriber, your primary care physician, whoever is your go-to person to take care of medical problems, because we want to make sure it is a side effect of the weight loss and not a more serious problem. Okay. So don't assume that any of these changes are just from weight loss. Make sure that you check in with someone. Again, most of the time you're going to have improvements in your health with weight loss. Okay. Your homework today, I have homework and extra credit. Homework is to consider journaling. If you're already doing some sort of journaling around weight or nutrition, maybe journal how your body feels for a while. This can help you find foods that are better or worse for your body. And you can see some of the non-scale things that are improving your health. Maybe your reflux is better. Maybe you have better energy. Maybe you're sleeping better. But you might also become aware of some new symptoms that are occurring. Maybe your periods are becoming irregular. Maybe your energy isn't better. And that's things that you want to be aware of, right? So 
That will also help you see, are the side effects worth it, right? Maybe you have some fatigue, but you also realize that your GERD is gone, your sleep is better, your mood is better, your joints ache less. And so, yeah, maybe there's a little fatigue. Maybe there's some strategies you can use around that, but you're also seeing a lot more health benefits that make it worth it. Okay, and your extra credit. If you love this show, if you are learning things from it, if you like hearing my perspective on health and weight, please share it with a friend, a colleague, a family member, or share it on your social media. It would mean the world to me. I am here just trying to help people know that treatment for their weight is an option. All the pros, cons, all the work that maybe goes behind the scenes, behind beyond just a medication, just beyond a surgery, all the mindset things that need to happen. So please share this show with others. It would mean the world to me. Until next week, take care. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Frank Avila Show, where we learn about all things related to weight and health. If you love this podcast, make sure to leave those five-star reviews and share this podcast with a friend or loved one. If you have a topic about weight and health you want me to tackle, head over to the website, thedrfrankavillashow.com to submit your question. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss next week's episode. Take care.